Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you don't know how to get a client in your business, your business will never grow. You are listening to the Game Changers podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Game Changers. I am really excited about today's podcast because I think if I'm going to be totally honest, it's the first really business focused podcast that I've done in a little while. I know I've been doing a lot of sort of mindset stuff here and that's okay because obviously mindset is such a big part of creating a successful personal brand and a successful business. But what I really wanted to jump into today was all of the reasons why your business isn't working. So if you are someone who is trying to build an online business, you are trying to get clients, make money, grow your audience, make an impact, but it just feels like something isn't working, that is what we're going to be discussing in today's episode. This is actually birthed out of a conversation that I had with one of my clients where I actually feel like I came up with my own sort of life coaching model to help her get through a difficult time, um, just an exercise that I kind of created on the spot and it ended up being actually super powerful. And so from that exercise, I kind of thought about these are the main reasons. Basically, I'll tell you the exercise. So I asked her, you know, what in your business, choose from the following four words, what in your business doesn't feel good right now? And then I said, you know, the four words to her direction, joy, purpose, and results. And then I asked her to choose one of them, you know, just off the top of her head. And then she chose, and obviously we don't need to go into the full story, but what that gave me was the area of business in which wasn't feeling good, which wasn't feeling aligned so that we could start focusing on fixing that area so that everything else would fall into place. And so from that, I realized that these four areas, direction, joy, purpose, and results are really the four key pillars of motivation. They're the four key pillars of what makes people take action in their business. You know, if you want your business to work, you have to take action, right? There is no way around that. You cannot make a vision board of putting a million dollars and your dream life there and just sit down and wait for it to fall in your lap. It does not work like that. The most successful people, if you've listened to my episode about the secrets of my six six figure friends, which I will link below, what you'll notice is, All of those people are taking action. Why they have the results that they have, why they have the six-figure business that they have is because of the action that they take. But what gets in the way of people taking action? Well, first of all, there is, of course, fear, self-doubt, limiting beliefs. But again, that's probably more of a mindset topic, and that's not what I want to talk talk about today. What I want to talk about today is these four areas. So these four key areas that are going to motivate you to take action, direction, joy, 
purpose and results. And we're going to talk about when these four areas are out of alignment, the specific things that you can do to get them back into alignment so that it will help your business to start working. It will help you to stop feeling overwhelmed, stop feeling stuck, stop feeling like maybe I'm not cut out to be an entrepreneur because I know I've been there. We've all been there. We know that when things aren't working, it can be the most frustrating time, the most frustrating experience to live through as an entrepreneur. But on the contrary to that, when things are just falling into place, when you do something, you get results, you're having fun, you know, it's all good, then it's just the most enjoyable experience ever. And so I want to get you to that point with this episode today. I want to help you have a look at your business, do an audit of your business, do an audit of all the things that are not working for you at this current point in time so that you could figure out which specific area am I lacking in and what can I do to fix it. So I really hope that you enjoyed this podcast. Of course, if you did, I would absolutely love for you to share it on your Instagram stories and make sure you tag me so I can send you a personalized thank you. I would absolutely also love to hear from you in the DMs. Which of these was the area that you feel like is letting your business down? Definitely reach out to me. I absolutely love to get feedback from you from these podcasts. Obviously, I am a YouTuber by nature and without the comments section, I kind of feel like I'm talking to no one sometimes. So I do really appreciate when you do send me messages in my DMs and share the screenshot of this podcast on your story so that I know that you're enjoying it because that motivates me to keep doing it, which is something we'll actually talk about today. Okay, so the first reason why your business is probably not working is because you're lacking direction and strategy. So this is kind of like a two-parter because a lot of people just want to make money. They want to leave their jobs and they want to make money so that they can have financial freedom and some type of freedom lifestyle. These are not bad goals. However, those being your only goals in business can really be detrimental to your strategy. Because when you don't know where you want to grow your business to, it's really, really difficult to create a strategy to get there. I've spoken about this and given the example before. It's literally like jumping into your car and saying, just drive without actually putting anything in the GPS or knowing where you're going. Without that, you're just gonna spend so much time and effort. It's like you'll be driving, 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 and when you end up somewhere or don't really end up anywhere at all, you've just gone around in circles, you'll be frustrated. Why did I waste all this time? Why aren't I getting anywhere? If you don't have a clear direction of where you want to take your business, not just your life, it's so important. Like what I see a lot with entrepreneurs is when I ask them what their goals are, they're all personal. Now, I absolutely do think that it's fine to have personal goals because of course you are your business. You're creating your business so that you can live a particular type of lifestyle. However, without direction in your business, without I want to grow my business to be this kind of business model, I want to grow my business to be this kind of business structure. This is what I want my business to stand for. This is what I want my business to look like in five years from now. Without that kind of direction, you cannot implement a strategy that's going to get you anywhere. If your goal, again, is like, I just want to make as much money as possible. Yes, of course, you can create a strategy around creating as much money as possible. But as you'll learn in one of the future points, that's actually not that motivating for a lot of entrepreneurs. Once you reach those first kind of milestone goals, you know, the 5K, 10K, 20k months after that when you feel comfortable in your life 
it's really difficult to still feel motivated by, I just want to make money. And so therefore you need to know where you want to take your business. You need to know what you want your business to actually look like in three, four, five years from now. Now, That can change. Like, don't feel like this is a limiting exercise where if you choose one direction now, it doesn't mean that you can't pivot in a year's time. Absolutely, you can. But the type of business you're creating now is going to be based on the type of business that you want in the future. Say, for example, you really want to be a well-known personal brand. You want to be a leader in your industry. You want to write books, do speaking. You really want to be at the forefront of your industry. You really want to be what is known today as a thought leader. If that's the case, if that's what you want in your business, building a business where you create no content, where you're not seen, where you're an agency style, maybe you work with a VA, you're always behind the scenes, it's just not leading you in that direction. And on the contrary to that, if you want to build an agency style business where you have multiple different people working for you, you have multiple different brands, you know, you can really step away from that business. It's not necessarily associated with you. Having a coaching program under your name, where it's really heavily reliant on you being at the forefront of that business is not going to put you in that direction. So you really need to think about, am I building the business that I want to be working on in the future? And if not, how can I change my strategy? Now, another point on that is a big reason why a lot of people's businesses aren't working is because of that lack of strategy. Now, remember, direction comes first, strategy comes second. You want to reverse engineer where you're going. However, you have to have strategies, guys. You cannot just guess your way through this, right? And there's three different strategies that you must have in order to have a successful business. The first one is that you have to have a validated product. I cannot tell you how many people think of an idea for a program, they create it, and then they sell it without ever doing any type of market research, competitor analysis, researching their audience, testing, beta testing. So many people just make the assumption that people need it because they thought it was a good idea. This is such a bad strategy, honestly. It doesn't matter if you've just started out in business or if you're creating creating an entirely new product three years down the line, you have to validate the idea. I have even made the mistake of creating products that nobody wants. And guess what happens? They just don't sell. You know, even recently when I was creating my new in-demand personal brands program, which will be launching really, really soon, definitely watch out for that. I'm so, so, so excited. I did a beta round of that at the end of last year to make sure, because even though I have taught these concepts before in my group coaching program, in my membership and to my clients, the way that I wanted to structure this program being very heavily action-based, I wanted to make sure that it all made sense and that it was a good idea. It wasn't too overwhelming. And so even I still did a beta round of this program. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that if you're trying to sell something that nobody wants, that doesn't solve a problem, that people aren't actually in demand for, there is no way that it's going to work. So please do yourself a favor to make sure that not only, again, do you have this direction of where you want to be, but you also have a validated product that is leading you in that direction. 
The next thing, the second one of these three strategies that you must have in place that a lot of people don't is an awareness strategy. I can't tell you how many people do not have a way for people to find them and just expect that by God's miracle, people are going to land on their website and just buy from them or they're going to just stumble across one of their Instagram stories. If you don't have a rich content platform, advertising, a PR strategy, some type of way for new eyeballs to find your business, it's going to be really difficult for you to consistently, maybe you've got a small audience now and it will you know, do you well for maybe a year, six months. But after that, when you've exhausted that audience, you know, the percentage of people that will buy have bought, and even the percentage of people who, you know, waited around have bought, after that, you're going to find that your business is just not working. And I've seen this over and over again. A lot of people think my business did so well last year and now it's not doing well. It's probably because you've exhausted your audience and you're not necessarily doing enough to actually find new audiences. So the first step is obviously you have to have a way for people to find you. And usually that's going to be through some type of rich content platform, YouTube, blog, podcast. But even then, you still have to go to the effort of, you know, make sure you're optimizing these platforms, making sure that people can actually find you, that people can share your content, you know, asking people, share this with your you know, friends, I asked you to do that at the start of this podcast episode, one, because of course, I really love to see, but also it really does help me get my message out to more people. Okay. And so it's the same thing with my YouTube channel. I make sure that I'm doing things like analyzing the data on my YouTube channel. I make sure that I'm actually trying to look for topics that are trending or that are going to do really well so I can reach new people. And it's not just my subscribers watching my videos over and over again, you know, being that most of them are probably never going to buy from me. Honestly, I would say that in the first couple of years of your business, your awareness strategy is the most important thing. You know, once you've done the groundwork of say validating your product, setting up your website, setting up some type of marketing funnel, and which we'll talk about in just a moment. After that, really where a lot of your effort should be going into is getting yourself known, going into Facebook groups, you know, answering people's questions, adding value, creating content, collaborating, trying to get PR. Gosh, in my first year of my business, what did I do? So I did a lot of guest blog posting and I hate writing. Like I literally hate writing blog posts, but I still did it because I thought that obviously it was really going to help. I had some things featured in like Girlfriend. I had some things featured in Pop Sugar. Um, I had some things featured in My Domain. Um, I also collaborated with a lot of people. If you go back in 2017, I actually collaborated a lot on my YouTube channel um, and made a lot of good friends doing that as well. But I also really put myself out there. Obviously, I was creating my content. You know, it wasn't just, I wasn't even just relying on my YouTube audience. I still continue to put myself out there. Um, I was fortunate enough to have quite a few media features that I didn't reach out for and things like the Daily Mail and stuff. But I essentially just wanted to be known. I also did do the whole like hustling in Facebook groups. I had my own Facebook group. Like you have to do whatever it is in your wheelhouse of power to get yourself known. And again, this is kind of like what I teach in my in-demands program, which is actually available now officially. I know I just said it's like launching soon. I'm going to launch it soon, but it kind of is available now if you really want to get stuck into it. The only thing I'm going to do is change the slides to my new branding. 
but it's actually available if you want. I'll leave the link below. Um, and maybe if you're watching this in the future, you'll be like, what the hell? Your branding matches. And then that means I've already changed it and it's already relaunched. But anyway, I digress. You have to have a way to get known. Like if you are just waiting for people to find you, I'm sorry, you will be waiting around forever. The final thing then as well is that you have to have a way to sell to people. You have to have a sales strategy. If you are just constantly collecting lead after lead after lead and your awareness strategy is in place and you've even validated your product, but yet you don't have a way to actually consistently convert those people into paying customers. If you don't know how to get a client in your business, your business will never grow. It's as simple as that. Honestly, like you have to understand, I need to do this, 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 and then this, and that's how I'm going to get a client. Now, is it going to work every time? Absolutely not. But at least you have a methodology, a funnel, a system in place to actually convert someone from being a customer into a paying client, sorry, a viewer or a follower into a paying client, right? It's so important that you know how to sell to your people, whether or not that's through the process of a sales funnel, whether or not that's social media communication that you do to get people on consultation calls, whether or not it's challenges. There are so many different sales modalities, methodologies, whatever you want to call it, that you can do. But you have to know, like I know that if I want to sell my one-on-one coaching program, the most effective way is for me to communicate directly to my audience on Instagram. However, I know that if I'm going to launch a course, the most effective thing for me to do is some type of launch strategy, a funnel um, and a webinar or a challenge of sorts. I know that if I want to sell something on Evergreen, then I need to have a funnel in the background that is going to lead from my content to a webinar of some sort or a, you know, a video training that's going to then lead into an email sequence. Those are what works. This is why my business consistently makes money because I know how to sell stuff. If you are constantly guessing, then you will never get to that point. Honestly, I'm sorry, but if you don't know how to acquire a customer, you're going to find it really difficult to acquire customers. So learn about sales, learn about funnels, learn about marketing, learn about conversion. You know, you can learn this from a coach, a course, but honestly, you have to put in the work. If you're a creative entrepreneur, say you are a photographer, that's fine. It's great being creative, but you also have to be a salesperson in business. You also have to be a business person, a marketer. You have to know this stuff if you want to make money online. So those three really fall under the category of you're lacking direction and strategy. So please, the first thing you need to make sure to make your business work is that you have direction, you know where you're going, and then you have these three simple strategies in place. The next reason why your business might not be working, however, is that you are lacking joy in the journey. And honestly, I know that for so many people, this is the case. If you do not have fun, on the journey, on the action side of things, the results don't even matter. So many people just want to get to that 10K month. They just want to get to that six-figure year. Do you understand how fleeting the excitement and joy of those moments are? I can tell you from personal experience, both with 10K months, with six-figure years, with the biggest example for me was I honestly, for so long, wanted to get that silver plaque 
on YouTube, that 100K subscriber plug. I used to visualize it. I just wanted it so badly as a token of the res- so of the effort that I have put into my channel because it's probably the one thing being a Gemini that I had stuck to the longest other than uni, obviously. But it was just one thing that I put so much energy and attention into. I really wanted that plaque as a token of my work, of my hard work. And then honestly, like I got it and it was like, okay, that's great. Take a photo, post it to Instagram. Now it sits on my wall. And whilst I still look at it and I'm like, that's nice. It doesn't feel as great as the joy that I have in creating videos, in thinking of new ideas, in filming something and editing it and finding new ways to edit and finding new ways to color grade and researching ideas. Like honestly, because I love YouTube so much and I love all of it. Yeah, I definitely get frustrated with it sometimes, but all in all, the bigger picture, I really do love it. Honestly, like that is so much more enjoyable to me than actually achieving that result. Even though I thought the result was one thing that I wanted so badly. I actually have a lot more joy in going back and watching some of my old videos and seeing how much fun I was having when I was filming the video and seeing how much I've grown since then. Honestly, like that is so much more rewarding to me than actually the result that it has led to. Like you really, really need to make sure that you are building your business in a way that you find fun and enjoyable. If you're doing things that you think you should be doing because some guru on the internet told you you have to do, rather than doing actually what feels good, what feels fun, it's going to be really difficult for you to stay consistent, for you to take action. And honestly, if you're like, let me just grind it out, let me just stick to it until I get to the 10K month, until I get to the six-figure year, it is going to be so underwhelming when you get there because for that moment in time, you'll be excited. And then after that, you'll be stuck with this strategy that you just don't enjoy. And then you'll be really, really down on yourself. And that is not what I call a sustainable business. Also, if you just find yourself naturally procrastinating all the time or feeling like, oh, I absolutely dread. Now, please, there is a difference between having fear and not taking action because of fear and procrastinating because of fear than there is then a natural dread towards something. If honestly you sit down, you journal through it and you're like, I don't have a fear here. I don't have a fear of filming videos. I just really hate doing it. I hate the entire process, but you know, someone told me YouTube was the best way to build an audience. It's not worth it. It's honestly not. Yeah, YouTube is a great way to build an audience, but there are other ways, right? So you have to make sure that the journey is joyful. Like this is a business, guys. If you are not having fun, it's not worth it. Like go get a job, go get a nine to five. It's so much less risky. Well, I mean, I'm recording this during the time of the pandemic, so maybe it's not actually less risky, but there's less responsibility. There's less, you know, stress. You just get your paycheck every week. You don't have to worry about it necessarily. You know, whereas in a business, like you're putting yourself on the line, you, there may be a time where you don't get any clients and you don't have any money. Like it is more stressful in my opinion, again, pandemic aside, but it is more stressful in my opinion to be an entrepreneur because there's just so much that's got going on. What completely outweighs that, however, 
is the fact that it's so damn enjoyable and the results from that are so amazing. The freedom, you know, waking up, being your own boss, having your own schedule, but none of that is going to be worth it if you're miserable because what you had to do to get there completely drained your soul. It's literally like, I'm going to give a horrendous, horrendous example here, but it's literally like selling your soul to the devil. Like I know this, why I say it's horrendous because it's a complete conspiracy theory, but like I watch a lot of conspiracy theories and honestly, like I just see so many ones about like people who've like kind of like sold their soul to the devil, like, you know, pop stars, music stars, which essentially have signed these are like horrendous lifestyles contracts and then they get like worked into the ground I know little mix spoke about this I'm like whispering so I'm like oh my god am I gonna get like found out but you know like what's the point in being famous if you are literally working like literally like a dog every single day 17 hours a day uh, and you know someone else is controlling your life like to me that's not worth it and it's the same in business except you're the one pulling the strings here you are the one making the decision and if you're making the decision to do things that you hate that drain you Now, here's the thing. If you're sitting down and saying, well, I don't want to do anything. Well, that's just ridiculous and that's unrealistic, okay? So you need to stop. You need to find a way, some way, some strategy that fits in with the containers of what's going to work in business that you actually enjoy or change your perception around some of them, okay? So again, there's lots of ways that you can find awareness. Podcast, blog, YouTube channel, PR, collaborations. There's lots of ways that, well, lots of different types of products you can sell. Coaching, courses, memberships, digital products, physical products. And of course, there's lots of different ways that you can sell. Find the ways that work best for you. So- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. That you can have joy in the journey. The next reason why your business might not be working is because you are lacking purpose. Like I said before, money sometimes just isn't enough. Now, I know in the beginning when you want to leave your job and when you want to get to that freedom lifestyle, it feels like it's a lot. Like it really feels like, yes, money is going to be the thing. Like I just want to make money. But I promise you coming from your wise old big sister here, Honestly, it's just not enough. It's not enough to keep you motivated and keep you going. Like I said, you know, I get so much more joy out of going back and seeing how far I'd come, reading the comments on my YouTube videos than I do checking my AdSense revenue because it just is at a stage of my business where making money, honestly, I know it sounds weird, but it's just not that exciting. If you're going to be in business, you have to have purpose. The reason for this is Tony Robbins actually talks about the six human needs, one of which is actually the need for significance. Basically, we need to feel like we are making a positive difference in the lives of others in order to be fulfilled and satisfied ourselves. I know there are definitely some exceptions to this, but for the most part, most human beings in their life want to know that they're making a difference. Even back when I was 
you know, studying and I had a job. I remember doing this research on, I think it was like organizational culture or something. And one of the most motivating incentives that they found got employees to work harder was actually not financial incentives. It was purpose and intention to a project. Like when employees felt like they knew that the job that they were doing was making a difference to the company at large, they were much more likely to work harder than if they were going to be incentivized by money. And that's very similar to obviously if you're an entrepreneur, yes, okay, making money, it is exciting. But when you know that you're working towards something that is bigger than yourself, that is bigger than your business, that is making a positive difference in your community, to the people you know, and then to the world at large, it is so much more motivating for you to take action. It's sustainable motivation rather than external motivation, right? Sustainable, intrinsic motivation. That's what we're going for because that stuff is long lasting. Like I said, yes, okay, maybe buying a Maserati is going to feel really exciting for about 2.5 seconds and then you'll get over it, right? That constant feeling of fulfillment lasts forever. If you constantly feel like I'm making a difference because I'm getting client results, I'm getting feedback. I can see when I'm on lives, you know, people putting the little hearts. And yes, I know in the beginning, it's more difficult when you don't have an audience. But even if just one person says, hey, this really helped me, that again is so much more motivating than it is you know, the money and the financial side of things. So you have to make sure that your business is on purpose, that you're doing something that is contributing. And honestly, this is like a twofold benefit because not only is your business making a difference, going to help motivate you sustainably, but also when your business is making a difference in the lives of others, it means that it's solving a problem. And like I said in the beginning, your business has to solve a problem. It can't just be a nice idea concept that, you know, is maybe I'll get to it one day. No, it needs to be a specific problem that a specific group of people are struggling with. And when you have content and products and services that help people work through that problem, you have what is called a business. Anything else is just a hobby. If you're just creating content for the sake of it, like 50 facts about me, that is not a business. That is not solving anybody else's problems, right? When you're creating like a how to overcome your issues with acne, how to clean your house, these are problems that people have. And so therefore you are solving that problem. And then, like I said, when you get the feedback from people saying, thank you so much, this helped me feel less stressed. This helped me feel more confident. You are making a difference in people's lives, which is going to be so, so fulfilling. You have a purpose. So if your business isn't really doing much, it isn't solving a problem, you don't feel fulfilled by that. And that's another thing here as well. If you don't actually feel like you're solving the problem that is your purpose, like if you're solving a problem just because you think it'd be a good problem to solve or think it'd be profitable, it's not going to feel fulfilling. Make sure that your business is solving the problem that if you had one minute on the world stage where you could speak to every single person, but only tell them one thing that you think would change so many lives, what would that be? If your business is solving that problem, then it's going to be on purpose. And then the final reason why your business is probably not working is the results, right? Like I said, a lot of people are getting demotivated in their business and therefore stopping taking action because of a lack of results. Now, 
Obviously, I've given quite a few strategies of how to get results, making sure that you've got a validated product, making sure that you've got an awareness strategy, making sure that you know how to obtain customers and clients. If you have those things in place and they're working, you will get more results. However, results are what I like to call a variable goal. As much as you'd like to say, I want to grow my Instagram by a thousand this month. I want to sign five new clients this month. You can do 90% of the work to get there, but there's still 10% of what is a variable factor there, which is totally out of your control because it involves other people and their patterns and behaviors as well. And so in order for you to really feel like you are working towards those results, it's a matter of changing your perspective. I recently have actually stopped focusing so much on outcome-based results and focused more on what I like to call fixed goals, which are process-based goals, right? Process-based results. So on a more personal note, it's like me saying, rather than this month, I want to lose three kilos. It's like, I want to work out five days a week for 30 minutes a day this month. If I don't do that, 100% of the responsibility falls on me, right? My biology, I can't control what goes on with my biology, my female body, you know, the way that the scales are, I don't have 100% control over that. You know, I can do a lot of the work to try to lose that weight, but at the end of the day, you know, my body might be doing something funky, holding onto a bit a little, little bit of extra water or something. And I step on that scale at the end of the month and I haven't gone down three kilos. I don't have 100% control over that, right? I might have 99.9999999% result, but I don't have 100% control over that, okay? And so whether or not I work out for 30 minutes a day, five days a week, is 100% in my control, unless, of course, a catastrophe happens, like I just so happen to go into a coma or something, uh, you know, but for the most part, right? And so what I think that a lot of people are doing in business is they are really, really, really focusing on outcome-based results and allowing themselves to make it mean something about themselves when they don't achieve those, okay? So it's like I said, I'm gonna get three clients this month and then when you don't, you're like, I suck, I don't know how to sell, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And yet it was never always in your 100% control and responsibility anyway, right? What I think you should be doing is focusing on the actions that you can take. This month, I'm going to, you know, post four YouTube videos a week. (laughs) I know that's a lot, but maybe that's your goal. This month, I am going to set up my new sales funnel. This month, I'm going to do a research project on improving my product. Really starting to think about what are the things I've got control over? What are the actions that I know are going to produce my desired results, but that I have focus and control on that I can take action immediately, right? That I'm not sitting around waiting, hoping that it's going to come, okay? So really making sure that when it comes to results, you're not making it mean anything about things that you aren't 100% in control of, right? If you get to the end of the month and you set the goal of like, I'm gonna upload X amount of videos a week, I'm gonna build a funnel and I'm gonna do a research project, project and then you didn't do any of those. Okay, maybe now it's time to think about why am I procrastinating so much and do a little bit of personal development work. But if you set the goal of I'm going to grow my YouTube channel to 10,000 and I'm going to get six clients this month and then you don't, you're going to make yourself feel bad unnecessarily, okay? 
So I have really changed a lot in my business by focusing on what I can do, all the actions that I can take and allowing the results to fall into place. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't have ideas and goals that you want to achieve. I want to get 10K months. I want to get five clients a month. That's fine. You can have an idea of that, but it's about not focusing so much on that to the point where you feel unmotivated when it doesn't happen and focusing on more about what can I do to achieve these specific results. So I'm just going to go over the things that I've spoken about in this video, the four reasons. Like I said, these are things that are essentially stopping your business from working. You having a lack of direction and strategy, you having a lack of joy. And because when you don't have joy, it's going to be really hard to take action. And also when you're not having fun, your customers aren't having fun. The energy is not magnetic. And so it's going to be even harder for you to build that audience. You're lacking purpose and you're focusing on the wrong results, right? You're making it mean too much when you don't sign these clients. Like, yeah, I know it's frustrating when you want to make money, but focus on rather what you can do to get the results rather than the result itself. All right, so that is it for me. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. As I said, please message me and tell me which one of these do you feel like you are struggling with most? Which one of these do you feel like is letting your business down and stopping you from getting the outcomes that you want, stopping you from having the business that you really truly are in love with? All right, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I really, really appreciate it. And I will see you in the next episode. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.